Hey everybody, welcome to the General's Daughters podcast. I am the General's Daughter, Rachel Daniels Sanders, and I'm here with my husband, Austin Sanders. Hey everybody, it's me, the General's son-in-law. <laughs> All right guys, so this is our introduction to this podcast series, and to get started, we wanted to talk a little bit about us as a family. We are an um, African-American couple here in the U.S., and we've been married for almost four years. We have a beautiful son. I um, used to work in television and radio, and I do marketing now. And um, my husband? Um, actually, I shoot last 10, 15 years, you know, I did IT, IT work. Um, and I'm also a fitness enthusiast. I love to work out. I love to, you know, lose weight, see how I can sculpt my body, see how, how fit I can get. You know, right now, you know, I'm at this current time, I put on some pandemic pounds. So we're trying to get those off. And um, that's where we at. <laughs> well, fortunately for me, I was able to actually um, slim down a little bit. So that was good. Well, one of the reasons why is because um, we started gardening. So we're actually a black family that gardens. We have a pretty nice garden outside. We are getting ready for our 2021, I don't want to say harvest because nothing is harvest. There's nothing any close, even close to being harvested right now. But we are, you know, picking our plants and everything and our son loves it. So we will be talking about things like fitness and things like gardening, things we enjoy. But ultimately, the General's Daughters podcast, I do want to explain why the name and what the purpose. So my father is retired Brigadier General Tom Daniels. My father has had a very lengthy, very successful career in the United States Air Force. He was in the Air Force for a little over 30 years, but he also had a career in radio and in television. <clears throat> my father is the first and only black Air Force general out of Oklahoma. His um, uniform is actually in the Oklahoma History Center. He has a corridor in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and just many things that I would like to share with the listeners as I'm learning more about him. Because surprisingly, and not really surprisingly, when you are a child, you're in that child place, so you don't really get a chance to see your parent for the superhero that they are. So I'm still kind of learning these things. He passed away almost five years ago. <clears throat> it's been a long time on June 2nd. He does an annual Thanksgiving feast in Guthrie, Oklahoma. And um, we're going to learn more about him. And we're going to give this platform to a lot of military personnel, retired military veterans and their families to not just talk about their experience in the military past, present, but also what they're doing with their life now. A lot of times military children are kind of perceived to act some kind of way or our career is supposed to go some kind of way. We're going to have a lot of guests whose careers and decisions are completely radical, completely fun and interesting. And it really just tied in on how the military has impacted their lives. But um, let me just ask my husband, you got a chance to meet my father. What'd you think about him? Oh man, he was a he was a stand up guy, you know. Because when I first saw him, he stood up, stand up guy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take his mic away. But no, seriously, I mean, he was he was he was a gentleman, and I could tell, you know, the way we we went out to eat, you know, the way he carried himself, I could tell that he was of a 
of a of a different he was cut from a different cloth. And you know, I wish I could have known him, you know, a little bit more, but you know, due to, you know, un, unseen circumstances, you know, he he's in a better place. But when I met him, the one time I met him, he was a real, real cool individual. Um he was nice to me. He he was, you know, there with his cousin. His cousin was nice to me. And, you know, that was that was him. That that the one time I met him, he was a he was a real um, nice individual. And I have to definitely say that he is. I mean, a lot of times, you know, sometimes people questioned him because of how he carried himself and what he would and will not deal with. But he was very classy. If there's anything, he was very smart, very educated, very classy, very down to earth and very funny. So that is Tom Daniels. We'll learn more about him as the podcast goes on. Okay, so I wanted to get started on just a topic that's in the media. It is somewhat military um, related. So as everybody has heard at this point, Prince Philip from um, London, England, has passed away. And he served in the military and so did his grandsons. Now, I'm not really sure if his son, Prince Charles, ever did. I think he might have. But I definitely know his grandsons, Prince William and Prince um, Harry, has. Now, let me ask you, Austin, because I know that you're not as into things like this as I am. But did you hear about, you know, Harry, Prince Harry and the Meghan Markle situation? I heard a little bit. Like you said, I don't, I don't really get into other people's business like that. But I heard a little bit of it. Well, it's so deep. So, like, I feel like the synopsis that I will give sounds so elementary. But, you know, basically, uh, Harry, the youngest, the, the quote-unquote spare heir, meets this American divorcee who happens to be half black. And um, people really didn't like it. They didn't like, I think, the fact that she was half black, the fact that she was divorced, the fact that she was a little older than Harry. I mean, I think there was many things that they did not like about her. And um, I don't really remember her doing anything to warrant this. But um, recently, her and Harry moved to the US. They pretty much denounced their throne and um, have been kind of doing this on their own. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because with Prince Philip's funeral, the tabloids is all over the fact that Harry's going to be there. This is the first time Harry has seen his family since the Oprah interview where him and his wife were just as honest as possible about how they didn't accept his wife. And there was some racism and classism and all that. So um, personally, do you think as a family, they'll be able to put their differences aside for this, this sad situation? I think they should. But you know me, I, I know there's some cultural differences, and um, if if the royals, if that's how they act, and that's that's, or if if that's their, um, if that's their history, or if that's their, if if that's if that's what they do, then that's just what they do, because they're gonna have to put those differences aside, um, in my opinion. Yeah, well, Megan stayed stayed in the U.S. because she's pregnant. And quite honestly, even if she wasn't pregnant, I don't see her going. But, um, yeah, I've, I've read a lot of comments in the comment section, which I always tell myself not to because, boy, they get me very upset. 
But a lot of people really blame Megan for the breakdown in Harry and his family, which I think is absolutely absurd. You know, you do, as a woman, you marry into a family, like I married into yours. And it's not that you're trying to take over or push anything out, but you're building an extension. You're building a family with that person. And people have to be okay with sometimes if it means packing it up, moving 3,000 miles away, it is what it is. Yeah, that, that's when I go back to say if, if that's what they do, then that's, that's, that's their culture. That's what I was trying to say. That's, that's their culture. So they know that this is how the, we act. You're not going to go and get this type of person. You're not going to go and get an American. You're not going to go and get a black person. You're going to marry whoever we want you to marry. And they're stuck, not stuck, but that's, 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 that's just them. You know, and we can't um, hate on that, quote unquote. I agree. However, I think that their their issues and how the tabloids and people view it are misguided. I don't think that Megan stole Harry away. I think Harry needed to go. Like, if you think about the history and what happened to his mother, Princess Diana, <clears throat> and the paparazzi's involvement and the alleged queen and, and, and Prince Charles' involvement, I mean, any person in their right mind if they had to suffer that type of tragedy, you should remove yourself from that situation. Mm-hmm. And that's what he needed to do. And he needed somebody like Megan, an American, uh, you know, a, she's mixed, but, you know, they, they consider her a black woman. She got a black mom today. She needed, he needed somebody with the tenacity to say, come on, I got you. We getting out of here. And yeah. that's what he got. Yeah. And if you got those people that stuck in their ways, like way back then, then I don't want to say stuck in their ways, but. They're just not going to accept it. All right. Well, this is General Daughters Podcast. Okay, so I definitely wanted to talk about this. And, like, I really kind of wish that we had a military official as a guest just so we can get their opinion on this. And this is something that, quite honestly, we might revisit later. Um, I don't know if you guys got or you. And the listeners got a chance to actually saw see this um, video circulating with an army lieutenant. Um, I believe his name is Karan Narazi. Please forgive me if I mispron- mispronounce that. He was being held at gunpoint and pepper sprayed by two Virginia police officers. It was last December. So we're going to take a listen, okay? Okay, you guys heard that. Well, there's actually an update to the story. The Virginia police officer that you heard screaming at him was fired. However, I do want to talk about that situation. Like, I am not just the general's daughter. Um, My mother's a retired lieutenant colonel. 
And those are some very, very high ranking positions. And even if it wasn't, the fact that this African-American man, this black man has fought for this country, he was in his car in uniform now being maced by a police officer being yelled at and talked down to, even when he was like, well, what are you? Are you a specialist? Like this man has can run circles around you career-wise, education-wise, and everything. For him to be treated the way he did, like you're fighting for a country that doesn't respect you. What do you think, hon, as a black man? I mean, I just think that that was, I mean, well, I, that was my first time seeing that. And I, I think that it's scary that that's what we have to, to that's, that's, it's scary. That's what I have to think about. Like, I got pulled over not too long ago, and all I was thinking about was, shoot, am I going to make it home? I shouldn't have to think like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's crazy that, you know, we have to, I have to see that. And I have to know that uh, this is a possibility when I get pulled over that I might not make it home, complied or not. Because there's some bad cops out there that pull you over for whatever reason. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I read up on it. There was nothing. They found nothing. And this is exactly what the problem is. Just because you have a badge does not mean that you can treat people that way. When he was like, you made this way harder than what it's supposed to be. No, officer, you did. Your hostility. You spraying mace into the car. You not respecting a man. I mean, military officials, you are men of the law too. You're not respecting your fellow your fellow man of the law. And treating him like that and yelling at him like, oof, those are very triggering. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. The fact that he was in the military, he should have shown him a little bit. I don't know what happened before. The You know, he told him to step out of the car. I don't know what happened afterwards. But the fact that he was in the military, he pulled somebody over, that's, that's in the military. I think the police officer should have immediately changed his tune up. Oh, okay, well, yeah, you're in the military. I mean, I mean, for any, you should treat everybody with, with respect, but the fact that he was in the military, he still should have some, some ranking. He still should have some, some, uh, a certain uh, extra amount of respect that a police officer should show. You know, then the fact he said he's a lieutenant. You know, he's like, oh, okay, okay, well, sir, um, let me put my weapon down. Um, I'm, I'm not going to shoot you. I just want to talk to you. Can you please step out of the car? But he was, he escalated the situation. Like I say, I don't know what happened before then. I don't, I don't know what happened after because the video was cut off. But I think the officer was way out of line. He was, and thank God that he was fired. And hopefully that lieutenant sues and enjoys the rest of his retirement. This is the General Daughters Podcast. <laughs> All right, so this wraps up the first episode of the General Daughters podcast. Um, so we are headed to Texas in Oklahoma. We are actually going to be visiting my father's grave and visiting my father's mother. So I'm excited about that because um, obviously who knows more about the general than his mother. So I will be learning a lot more about him as um, what kind of guy he was growing up. And it's crazy that I've never asked these questions. Like, it makes it sound like I'm just now meeting these people for the first time in my life. And it's absolutely not. I feel like sometimes in the Black community, we're always kind of told to stay in our place and stay out of grown folks' business so that, like, you don't feel like you can just go and ask these questions. But I'm going to. So I'm going to figure out more about the general. 
And then we're going to go to Oklahoma City and I'm going to show, we're going to show our son his, um, his uniform, his exhibit, which is next to the Kevin Durant's basketball uniform. And maybe we'll squeeze in a trip to go see his corridor. We'll find that out. But um, we look forward to telling you more about him and his impact on the community. Because, guys, this man was incredible. And I know everybody would say that about their fathers. But you'd be really surprised of what he's done and what he's taught. And I'm here to let you know. Um, we also want to extend an invitation to... Um, any military veterans, active duty military, military spouses, military children, military sisters and brothers who would like to be a guest on the podcast and talk about their experience with families in the military and how it might have impacted their life or even sound off on some of these topics that we're talking about. We would love to hear from you guys. Just uh, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at the General Daughters Podcast. Send us a PM, a DM. And um, we look forward to getting to know you guys more. Babe? Yeah, I mean, I heard you say everybody, well, yeah, everybody says it about their dad, you know, their father. But everybody don't have a father who was a brigadier general in, you know, in, in the military. So. This, this is true. This is true. You, that's something you should hang your hat on, you know. So that's, that's some amazing stuff. Amazing. It is. All right, guys, you're listening to the General Daughters podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. We are located at every major podcast platform, and we will see you next time or talk to you next time.